Welcome to From the Heart, the Diocese of Salina's official podcast. We hope you enjoy these stories and testimonies from our diocesan brothers and sisters that are straight from the heart. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of From the Heart. I'm Jeff Andrews, Superintendent of Schools, and we're here at Downtown Studio in Salina, Kansas at the Chantry at the From the Heart uh, headquarters, I guess we call it. And today our guest is Sister Barb. Sister Barb is our Director of Youth Ministry and Religious Ed for the Diocese. And Sister Barb, how long have you been with the Diocese of Salina? I've been with the Diocese for about 36 years. Oh my goodness, 36 years. Well, I, I hope I can, I can stay in this position for 36 years. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. I came from Aurora, Illinois, and I have um, two sisters. My parents have passed away. And then I worked in parish ministry here in Salina Diocese and also taught music in Nebraska. And let's see. Well, if you taught music, maybe I should have you teach Reed how to play piano a little bit, or we got to try to get him interested back in that sure. somehow. We'll see. He loves seeing you at, at church. You know, we saw you on, on Holy Thursday and other masses, and he'll say, he'll say, Dad, look, there's Sister Barb's here, and I'll have to say, Reed, you need to pay attention, you know? <laughs> but those kids, they when they see you, I can tell that they love you. So I know this time of year, especially this morning, we're recording on a, on a beautiful Friday uh, here in Salina, but, you know, I just got back in from Hayes, and... And I know today has been one of your busiest days. Last couple of months have been super busy, but but this time of year seems to really pick up for what you've got going on. So uh, whether it's summer activities, planning for NCYC, um, and other things going on for our youth, we're going to talk about some of those here today. So first, I want to learn a little bit about TOTUS TUA. So can you tell us, tell our listeners something about the teachers that you have set up for this summer's TOTUS TUAS program? In our program for TOTUS TUAS, we have... Um 12 young adults, and they're college students, and they apply for that position, and we give them a um, small salary. And so we have six guys and six gals, and each team um, is composed of two college guys and two college girls. And then um, this year they'll be going down to Wichita um, and joining 10 other dioceses um, for the training and then they'll come back. And then for seven weeks, we'll have um, three teams go out to three different parishes each week. And during the day, they teach the um, grade school kids and do some um, teaching and having, having some fun things um, to do with those young people. And then the evening, they'll be going um, doing a program for the junior high and the high school. They stay in the homes of um, the parishioners and um, it's been a wonderful experience. We have no problem getting those teachers. You know, uh, sometimes we have to... Um, have to turn some away sometimes? Yes, yes, we do. I think that's really awesome mm-hmm. that there's 10 other dioceses that meet in Wichita for the training. I just know um, when you can get other people all trained together and those those teachers and those leaders meet people from other communities who are going to be doing what they're doing, uh, it's going to help them grow more than as if we were just to train them and teach them ourselves. So I think mm-hmm. that's really cool. I mean, so... Is it all the Kansas Diocese plus some Oklahoma and surrounding states that meet in Wichita? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. And what... the program started in Wichita. Oh, okay. Father Bernie Gorges. So is TOTUS to us nationwide now, or is yes. it more of a Midwest uh, thing? Or... Pretty much so, oh, nationwide. Wow. That is awesome. Sounds like Kansas has been the grassroots area for some of these youth programs. Mm-hmm. We'll get to prayer in action a little bit later, but it's really cool to hear that some of these things had their roots here in Kansas. Mm-hmm. What communities is will TOTUS to us be in this summer? Some of the places that they'll be is Atwood, Lincoln, Wilson, Hanover, 
Joaquini, Ellis, Hoxie, Clay Center, Beloit, Ellsworth, Abilene, Sharon Springs, Salina, St. Mary's, Osborne, Colby, Goodland, Norton, and Oakley. Oh, wow, it, it stretches all over the diocese. East and west. I always say, you know, from the from the Flint Hills out to Mount Sunflower. And you, I mean, for Totus Tuus is hitting all those areas all over mm-hmm. the diocese. So that's that's really awesome that all of our kids are going to be able to get involved with that. What are some of the activities that they that they do during the day? During the day, they had the teachings, and then with the little ones, they have some games and stuff. And then the evening, there's um, faith sharing and um, among the um, team leaders with the kids. And um, I think it impresses those young people, you know, to see our college students alive and excited about their faith and willing to share that with them. I think it excites the, the local parishes, too, when they know these totus mm-hmm. tuus leaders are coming and going to engage the youth and, you know, hopefully catch them on fire for their faith a little bit at a young age. So that's, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. What is, when you watch our students participate in totus tuus, uh, what do you enjoy the most? I mean, I know you've watched it for a while, for a long time, but is there a, an aha mom, a moment or, you know, a light bulb that when you see that, you're just, that just really touches your heart? It's when they kind of share their um, growth in their own faith. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing all the stuff that happens with Totus to us and our kids get excited because I love visiting our schools and seeing the engagement in schools. I know carries over in the summers in these other communities with Totus to us that we're able to reach. So we're going to pivot a little bit and talk about another activity this summer that we've got going on, uh, and that's Junior CYO Camp. And so what ages can attend our Junior CYO Camp and where is it? Okay, um, our camp is at Rock Springs Branch, and it's for 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. And um, usually we have um, an attendance about 300, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And this year's high. a little bit different, And maybe? this year's, because of the COVID, they're only allowing me to have 161. Are you full with 100? You got we 161? We are full, and we have a waiting list. Oh, well, maybe, <laughs> since it's later in the summer, maybe they'll change their guidelines. But, I, yeah, between... Opening schools was tough, continuing with schools, you know, not having summer programs last year. I mean, we're excited and ready to get back going, and hopefully those 161 are, mm-hmm. are going to be pumped up, and, mm-hmm. and maybe we can squeeze in a few more, but I guess we'll wait and see. Now, one thing I thought was really cool is you shared with me um, kind of a tentative schedule of what goes on at Rock Hills with Junior CYO mm-hmm. Camp, and that activity looked, list looked like a lot of fun. I can't wait till my son's a sixth grader, but what are some of those things those kids do at, at Junior CYO Camp? Some of the activities that they do is horseback riding, archery, rifles, um, aerial archery, trap, canoes, the climbing the wall, and swimming. And um, they do all the activities there at Rock Springs during the day. And then in the evening, the counselors, some of the counselors um, will share. And our theme this year for the camp is, Know You Are Loved, Have You Been Told Lately? I think I I shared a video with teachers and principals not too long ago about love. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something our kids need to hear more of. Um, You know, we tell our spouses we love them. We tell our kids we love them. But do we tell everybody that we love that we love them? And I think sometimes people think, oh, you know, we don't use that word with that. But, I mean, when I see our kids in schools or whatever, I I truly, I I love those kids because I want the best for them and and you want to see them grow. And I think that's a really awesome topic to have. And to have the counselor share about that is, um, I mean, I'm 38 years old and my sisters and I, we still tell each other on the phone every time we talk to each other, I love you. And some of my friends are like, you guys still say that? And I'm like, 
I, yeah, I guess we just do because that's it's it's part of who we are and how our mom raised us. So now and when I, you when and you talk, I think also you know the main purpose of that topic when we um, chose that last year was you know we want them to know that Christ loves them. You know if they haven't heard it, we want to make sure that during those days that they hear it. That is such an ongoing theme. When I was in Beloit last week, they had us, we had a morning prayer at St. John's there. And then we turned to our partner and we let them know that, mm-hmm. that Christ loves us. They said, yes, yes, we're loved. You need to know that no matter what God's love is with you and it will be with you forever and ever. And so to my partner was a sixth grader to hear a sixth grader tell me Christ loves you. It was it almost brought tears to my eyes, you know, to hear, you know, I think to myself as an 11 year old kid, could I have told an adult that, you know, or, and the fact this kid could just look at me and tell me that, that Christ loves me. It, it made me feel really, really good. So, um, now going back to some of those activity sisters, do you ever, do you ever get into the canoe or do the archery or what do you do? Yes. I've been, um, on the horse. I've been, uh, in the canoes, but shoot you know, the rifle, do the trap shooting. No, not too much of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun, though. I'd be afraid if I got in a canoe, I'd be tipping it over and I'd be swimming to the shore after that. But And I'm sure that happens sometimes. But um, what is the cost for Junior CYO Camp for our students? And we know you got 161 coming, but what, is, what does each student have to pay? $190. $190. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and our students for Junior CYO are coming from all over all the diocese? Over, all over the diocese, yeah. What are the dates for that? May 29th. Okay. Um, to June, June 1st. Okay, May 29th to June 1st. Well, looking forward to see those kids. And then we have about 20 counselors, again, that are seniors and juniors and college-age students. Man, your networking throughout this diocese, it's just goes on forever, you know, that um, you're able to, you know, touch so many of these students that some of them, you probably knew their parents, I'm guessing. Maybe their parents were counselors at one point for your or leaders in a group, and now their kids are doing it after they've went through it. So that's... That's really awesome, Like sister. the other night, I got a phone call from a young man, and he just got married a few months ago. And he says, Sister, can I be a counselor? I says, you just got married. <laughs> sister, don't worry. I've talked to my um, bride, my my wife, and she's okay with me um, coming to camp. But she, he says, I just kind of feel like I need that. Oh, man, that's awesome. So, He's going to come back a better spouse, too, mm-hmm. you know? His wife might enjoy that break from him, too. <laughs> well, we'll go ahead and, and pivot again to another activity you've got coming up, and that's prayer in action. So, And what I've learned and I didn't know is this is not just a program for the Salina Diocese, but it started here. Mm-hmm. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about how you got prayer in action started? About 15 years ago, Father um, Gail Hammerschmidt came up with the idea because there are so many of our kids that were going outside the diocese to do a mission experience. And we decided you know, it was right here in our own backyard. And so we call it Prayer in Action, a mission experience in our own backyard. And um, we pick a di- um, parish from the western part of the diocese and then the eastern part of the diocese. And um, we work with a core group of people during the year to come up with the different tasks, the painting, the yard work, you know, um, small things that they can do in the house. And, um, you know, for every six students that attend, there has to be an adult sponsor that comes with them. And we just, um, at the beginning, it was kind of, we were so excited, or I was so excited about people signing up, and we would have 100 people signed up for a week. 
And then at, at the end of the summer when we did our evaluation, they said, Sister, don't you ever do that to us again. <laughs> we can't be present to 100 kids. So then we decided that 60 would be a good number. So we have seven weeks. We have one college week where just college students are able to attend. And then we have six weeks that high school kids and can now, attend. what other parts of the country have prayer in action now? Okay, um, Wichita, Dodge City, Kansas City, Kansas, Madison, Wisconsin, um, Tucson, Arizona. Uh, there's about 10 different dioceses. That, Somewhere um, in Georgia, like did I hear Savannah, um, Georgia? Savannah, one? Georgia. And all right, right here, here from the heart, from, mm-hmm. from Salina. When they, when they call up and ask about our program, one thing that we always um, request is for them or require for the um, core team to come up here and do um, the college week. So when they um, do the prayer in action in their diocese, they can adapt it. But kind of the, the, um, the basic things that we feel is very important for the week that they also include in theirs. So there's about 10 to 12 dioceses that have started. Now, does each action. each student bring their paintbrushes and their paint and or yeah. everything provided? No, no. We, um, the diocese provides that. Each of the students, it's seventy-five dollars for the um, for the week. I say I've uh, talked to I've talked to other people in the diocese who have met because of prayer and action. Mm-hmm. They've met some of their best friends, or they've they've met somebody that then they, they later you know are in their wedding or something mm-hmm. like that. It's cool that um, a program brings people together, not only closer to God, but closer mm-hmm. to each other as well. And um, you know, to think that 15 years ago, this idea that Father Gail had is, has continued to grow and has grown grown legs throughout the country is pretty special. I think you have, you have a lot to be proud of with that. And what communities are we in this year? This year, they'll be in, in June, they'll be out in Oakley for the college week and three high school weeks, then to Beloit, and then there'll be three weeks in Beloit. And then I think I heard you talk the other day that there is a project that might need to be finished somewhere locally, and you found a group of maybe some CYO students here in the diocese yes. are going to help with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Similar to Prayer in Action, but just mm-hmm. kind of here, that little project they can start. I just think that's so cool that um, you know we're teaching our youth to serve in their communities and in their diocese. I think one of the neat things, especially if there's a parish that along I-70 or um, 30, um, Highway 36, and as kids then go to college and as they go home, sometimes you know, I get um, messages from, uh, or a phone call or a little note from one, some of the um, families where the kids did some ho- painting of the house or did, did yard work. And um, they'll stop and visit the, the elderly and you know, see how they're doing. So there's those friendships that really kind of continue throughout yeah. their lifetime. That is so awesome. How many days are they in? each community. How they, long would a project last? They come on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, and then they stay until Friday. What do they do for their meals and stuff during the week? Do they pack a lunch every day? No, they, they pack their lunch, you know, to take with them because we have different groups, um, eight to 10 kids that, and adults that go to different um, projects um, in the community. But, uh, and then the evening and breakfast, you know, they have a group um, that come together and fix their meals for the group. Huh. That community service aspect of it is what our our young people really need, mm-hmm. and we see that so many people are missing that because our young people maybe spend too much time on their devices, on their cell phones, playing their video games, but 
get out, spend time with each other, you know, use some of that time to not only help someone in your community, but get closer to God also in prayer. And I think prayer in action provides that. And that's, that's a really awesome thing. They also have um, opportunity for the sacraments, for the sacrament of reconciliation, adoration, daily mass, you know, um, praying together as a group. You know, and it's um, it's really deep in their own faith life, mm-hmm. and connects that prayer and action are one. So I can I can feel it when I travel throughout this diocese, and I mention prayer and action. You mm-hmm. can feel the excitement there that is just that, that's that's burning inside these young people, and they're ready to go. So mm-hmm. how how do you find you know it's only as good as the team that's leading it during prayer and action. How do you go about finding such awesome leaders for our youth? Oh. You know, we put it um, in our newsletter, you know, and in our colleges, you know, I sent a letter in asking for volunteers, you know, to apply. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing because we just don't have any problem. We have to. That, that's always a good problem to have that uh, we have so many people that want to be a part of it. And this year it was kind of neat when one of the our deacons, his mother passed away and started a memorial to prepare an action because when the um, kids were in Beloit the last about five or six years ago, they came and um, painted her house, and she never forgot that. And so it was wonderful to get the memorial money from um, that family for that's, prayer in action. That's really which special. Which really helps us them. to buy the paint and everything because we just don't charge anything. Yeah. You know, it just comes. That helps. That helps out a lot. Huh. All right, sister, got another top, one more topic for you, and I know it's not a summer activity, but I feel like I hear it a lot in the office, and that's NCYC. So that's coming up in November um, in Indianapolis. And how many students do we possibly have going? Well, we we're close to nine hundred. We have, you know, um, and now we're getting more an exact number because they have to have their um, registration um, fee end today. And from oh today, and from what I hear. That is that nine hundred will probably be the most students from any diocese that attends in Indianapolis, right? Mm-hmm. That's I I cannot wait to go. There's always a kind of well, I shouldn't say a competition, but um, Dubuque, everything can be Dubuque, a competition. Iowa, <laughs> Dubuque, Iowa always has a large group, and um, this year um, when we had a Region Nine um, youth directors um, Zoom meeting. You know, um, Kevin says, sister, I think you're going to be the largest group because I'm not taking a very big group. But it does say a lot for our own diocese and for the adults that sometimes it's take off of work, mm-hmm. you know, to make this um, bus trip to Indianapolis. Because we couldn't take 900 mm-hmm. students mm-hmm. without 100 and some chaperones. Mm-hmm. So those parents that are taking off work and being there to help us. And uh, we're going to have to have Mateo send this to uh, Dubuque, Iowa, and say mm-hmm. we're challenging them that we're ready to we're ready to take over that number one spot. <laughs> One of the things I heard this year, too, from a lot of the um, adult leaders is that, you know, sister, we're having a problem because so many of our parents want to go. And um, the reason they want to go is when their kids were in high school, they came back changed, and they want to experience what their kids experienced. And so it's kind of neat to see um, new uh, parents coming 
yeah. and um, wanting to, to be part of this program and to, to be with the young people. I think there's just so many things that the diocese offers for our youth that we want them to get involved in. I mean, growing up Lutheran, um, I was dating my wife in high school, and I still remember the weekends in the spring when she would leave Ellis to uh, come to Salina for CYO convention. And, you know, there'd be hundreds of kids at, at the high school there mm-hmm. meeting and having speakers and mass and a dance and all that. And I just remember how excited she was to go mm-hmm. go to that. Um, with 900 students going, how do you even go about figuring out the logistics of it between hotel and busing and in what communities is the bus picking kids up and how many are going to be there and do they have all their paperwork in? Where does, how do you figure that all out? Well, after doing it quite a few years, you know, you kind of have a routine, but you know, we use village village travel, um, from Wichita and we have 18 buses for this year. Um, reserved for us, and then we start along I-70 and 36 and um, do the stops. And um, then with the hotel, the last few years, um, Progress Planning, who um, appoints the um, hotels to the different groups as they see our number, you know, we've always had Weston Hotel right across the street um, from the convention center. So I kind of called him up um, before <laughs> um, Christmas, and I said, you know, it's we're bringing about 18 bus loads, and it's pretty hard to load buses every morning and unload them at night. Um, I said, you know, if you could really help us again be, um, to give us Weston Hotel, because that would that just works. Puts us walking us, distance walking right to the convention to, center. Mm-hmm. And- Huh. You know, yeah, so they're going to work with us. I'd say, sister, one thing I really enjoy doing um, has been, you know, team building. When I was coaching basketball, mm-hmm. or even it's connecting a group of students in a classroom that maybe didn't have much in common. And I want to be able to bring that to our schools as well and get our students in the diocese connected. But sounds like I can take a few pages out of your playbook because you've done this for years of connecting kids from across the diocese to each other to where they they build those relationships and they see students that are very similar to them, uh, but maybe from a another rural community in in our diocese and you know when they get older they mm-hmm. they meet up again and they see how many people share share our faith and mm-hmm. um, you know you talked about one of the things that you know that the students really take away from NCYC is being in adoration and having that chance for reconciliation with you know hundreds of bishops and priests and what's what's something that you take away whether it's NCYC prayer in action uh, totus to us or junior CYO when you're able to reflect um, you know come next year around Thanksgiving time or this year around Thanksgiving when all this stuff is done and we're reflecting, what's what's something you take away? I think the one thing that I take away is the generosity of our young adults because we couldn't do any of these programs if we didn't have the young adults, the college kids, and they've touched these young people's lives in a special way that they've just never have seen young people so much alive in, um, in their faith mm-hmm. and not afraid to talk about God with one another, and we are so blessed because when I look um, each year, you know, I get phone calls like the other, yesterday I got a phone call from Kansas City, Kansas. You know, we need some teachers, male teachers for our totus Tuus program, and we just can't get anybody from our diocese. And, you know, and I, in all the years, I've never had a problem, mm-hmm. you know, and our young people keep coming forth. And these college kids keep asking, can I come back? Yeah. Well, sister, I think that's a, it's a nod to your, your leadership over the years. Our, our students and our young people are committed because you've set such a good example of commitment um, yourself. I mean, I don't 
to have 36 years of experience doing this uh, is is awesome. I don't think you know anywhere else has that type of experience uh, in a position like this that you're able to do. So I'll, we're extremely thankful for everything that we have with our students, but we're also grateful to have you as a part of it. So um, I'm looking forward to, I've loved working with you this past year and getting to know you and looking forward to getting to know you more. And Hopefully soon we'll record another podcast where you can share your vocation story with everybody across the Salina Diocese. I'd like to just share with one story. Mm-hmm. One of the very first um, NCYCs, I got a letter from a, um, one of our fathers um, that attended. And he says, Sister, I couldn't believe when we had adoration that the Lucas Stadium there in Indianapolis, you know, where he says, you know, you could hear a pin drop. And then as priests then decided um, to go to their stations to hear confession, there again, he says, you know, the kids weren't nudging each other. They weren't whispering. They weren't talking. There again, it was so quiet. You could just hear hear a pin drop in that Lucas Stadium. And he says, the next thing I found myself was um, um, getting up and getting in line to go to confession. And tears were coming down. My cheek, and he says, I just couldn't believe it because, you know, God touched me in such a special way because that was the first time I went to confession um, in 30 years. And so I think those are the stories, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, where God uses young people, and probably one of his sons or daughters was present. But, you know, uh, lives are changed, and God continues to work through our young church and I'm so happy to be in this diocese who really has invested in the young people. That's our youth youth inspire us because we see ourselves Mm -hmm. in them and we can learn so much from us. I think so many times we think the youth need to learn from us when really sometimes we need to flip the script and we need to be able to learn from them and that's Mm -hmm. just a beautiful example that, that you shared. So I cannot wait to go with you and and uh, continue to plan all these activities and and uh, even even the tough days when all the paperwork's rolling in and we don't know which way the our heads are spinning because mm-hmm. there's just so much going on. But you do such an awesome job and we appreciate it. So um, thanks to all of our listeners to listening to this episode of From the Heart. We were here with Sister Barb and talked about all of our youth activities that we have this summer, whether that be Totus Tuus, Junior CYO Camp, Prayer in Action, or the upcoming NCYC in November. So be sure to tune in next time on the next episode of From the Heart.